Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, bloody fantastic non-alcoholic beers. Award-winning. <sighs> Mr. Heggie, they are award-winning yep. non-alcoholic beers. Maybe you're listening right now and you found yourself in August clear of your one month off the piss to raise a bit of money for some fucking middlemen to, what do you think they do with it, Heggie? Whatever they want. Buy Ferraris is the general rule. <laughs> Charity middlemen. About six dogs. or seven cents in the dollar make its way to that little African boy in your fridge or whoever. Mm. Yeah. So um, you've had a month off the piss and it's not quite time to grow a moustache to help some other middlemen <laughs> and you think, fuck, I want to get back on the source, but I don't want to go too hard. You know what to do. Easy way in. <laughs> Heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Still not available in France. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the sh- <laughs> 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 I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Midfly Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I'm Luke Heggie. How's it going, mate? Mate, the living family, the we're now I'm not living the dream actually, quite the opposite. We are, we have just gotten through a family bout of gastro. Brilliant. I remember these days. Mm. Thankfully, not an all at once situation, you know, in a place with one toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Nasty. Yeah. I remember once running home from a playground with my oh, yeah. hand on my bottom, <laughs> like a thumb in the dike situation, <laughs> as if that's going to help. You're trying to run fast, but you can't because you've got your hand on your. Oh, it's not yeah. good. Kids, oh, mate, kids are f- fucking germ machines, aren't they? Also, the old hack bit as well about the closer you get to your front door, the more you need to shit. Oh, yeah. That, I think with diarrhea, you can't risk it. It's better to no. run a- run away from the house. <laughs> it's the only way to get better. We should all really just keep a- one pack of adult nappies in the house at all times for this sort of situation. They don't go off. You like the, yeah, just get them. Thankfully, our family's gastro was top half gastro, not bottom okay. half. Um, all doing a spew. Hit the hit the smallest man first. You'll appreciate this, Heggy. He's finally off. For his, he was off to his first ever full day of daycare. So my wife and I were about to have a house free mm. for the first day ever without the two kids in there. And on the way to daycare, in the car. Oh, motherfucker. 
So he didn't even go. Didn't even go. Spewed on his way there. Oh, right. I thought maybe he got there and just didn't know how to behave around other kids the same size and they just putting each <laughs> bums on each other's faces or something. They bring stuff home. Drop the other one off though. He didn't spew. It's not how it works, you know. And then it, it, my wife had to be with him while I was at work on Tuesday yep. and uh, at, at working all day Tuesday doing a bit of acting. I know we spoke Trotting about it briefly. Briefly last week, doing a bit of acting. Um, Saw some still shots. Can't wait. Can't wait to see <laughs> what this thespian's gotten up to. I take it it's top secret. Playing a biker. Oh, yeah. Still trying to get the fucking tattoos off, actually. I had all these, I had these fake sleeve tats put on. Yeah. Which I, I got used to pretty quick. I realized my boring, pale, fucking freckly arms, they need a bit of, you know, a bit of a coloring. Gee, those fake ones, do they last for a matter of days, do they? Yeah, they can last for eight. You've, they, it almost becomes um, like acrylic fucking paint to get yeah, it off. They don't come it's off so, pretty. That's the point, though, isn't it? No. Nah. Like as a trial, you could just get some like month long ones, like you did with the henna ones you got in Bali. Yeah. Can't get that shit on the back off. It's disgusting. But then what I realized, though, is if I ever got sleeve tattoos, I reckon I would pretty quickly die of melanoma. I would just never see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? <laughs> what happened to ink poisoning? It can't be good for your bloodstream, getting all those tats. You reckon? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just uh, speaking out of school, obviously. But then the type of guy who gets heaps of tats doesn't generally live to 90 or yeah, 100. Exactly. Anyway, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the letter from the Queen. Yeah. Lo- love your ink. with other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, your distorted family all over your joints. <laughs> it uh, hit the little man first and it got my wife on Wednesday. So she, she says she went, went to the hairdresser and walked out and went, Something's weird. Oh. I don't know what's weird. Something's weird. Yeah. And then she was sick. And on Thursday, the other bloke, the older bloke got it. And then, uh, man, I was on set on Friday. On set. And I had a, a little bit of uh, like a half a scoop of fucking Nescafe Blend 43. Oh, It'll pick me up. I haven't really had coffee for eight months. Mm. I go, God, my guts are off. And I texted my wife and she said, well, you know, you have avoided it all week. We've all been fucked. Mm. It's probably just the coffee. And then I stood up and started sweating and I went, nah, I, I fucking love coffee and it's never done this. Yeah. And then just fucking yeah. vom time. COVID, wasn't it? Oh, man, COVID <laughs> was way less than fucking gastro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it did, did nothing. Got heart palpitations a few months later, but they said that was from the coffee. So not the vax like you predicted. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, man, we got some big news, big news over at MFB HQ. Yeah, uh, I'm coming back to Sydney within about a week, and um, we are doing some shows. Correct, we are. Uh, September nine, Kinsellis, the first show. I said it, but I forgot the date, so I'll look it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Fucking hell, Higgy's listened to some breakfast radio in France. He's picked up a few of the <laughs> few of the key pointers. Just remember the date." Over to you, mate. Uh, for- yeah. The 4 p.m. show, gone September 9 there. So get to midflightbrawl.com. We've added a 2 p.m. show. Mm. And then uh, later that night, I believe it's at 7, there's a Nick Cody and Friends, which will include Luke Hergie, stand-up show. Oh, really? Show. This is the first I've heard of that. <laughs> nice, to make the, nice, nice to make the Christmas list. Fuck, I'd be flat. If I was in your hometown, did two gigs with you in an afternoon. 
me standing at the back seething during your <laughs> friend's show with a bunch of bozos you just picked up that afternoon in the club hanging around. Pick up a bunch of open micers with a Luke Heggie style, put them all on. Yeah. <laughs> you just met them that <laughs> afternoon. In fact, just pick up a bunch of private school fuckheads from the front row of one of our shows, put them in. <laughs> we get to midflightbrawl.com. Sydney, we're back. Two shows, September 9th, 2 p.m., 4 p.m., and then the stand-up show later that night, uh, Nick Coney and friends, including, just been added, Luke Heggie. <laughs> and then Heggie, you're, the week before that, though, we're all fucking all over the shop here. It's a bit of a Christopher Nolan move. We're going back in time, September 2 and 3. Good chat in Bris Vegas. We are just there for yeah. Midflight Brawl. You're doing a split show, new material. Yeah, going to be rough. Uh don't get your hopes up if you're coming to that. But, yeah, you know, come along there. Could use some friendly faces to get me through my new absolutely disgraceful material mm. that um, I don't want to be judged by. I don't care. And I know it's going to be but, yeah. rough because it's – you've finished your tour grot mm. and then you'll just have been in France for fucking a month. Yeah. And then you're coming straight from that. So I assume it's going to be all French. Hey, isn't it rough when you ash your dart and it lands on your scarf or whatever? Oh, It's going to be all French gear. No, I'm not one for that. But I will say one thing that has – I see a lot of – there's only tourists in Paris at the moment. It's pretty empty. It's good. Um, but the ones who just – Where do the – hold on. Stand up. Where do, sorry. Where do the Parisians go? Out to the country. They just leave. Are it's they good. all two homeowners? Uh, not necessarily. There's a lot of country club style, not country club uppity, but, you know, those ones who go camping and stuff. This surprises some people, but France is as full of – Bevins as we are <laughs> percentage-wise. Yeah. And they go to lakes and set up a tent, just drink and stuff. What are, Yeah, what are French bogans like? What are they? Oh, I mean, when they're not tipping cars, they're doing what we do, just drinking and I don't know. Because I know they've toilets. got Catalan dragons. They've got a rugby league side. Yeah, and they're animals. Who, who take on everyone. Oh, it's a last-ditch cabaret. That, like that is like Todd Carney, so like out of – Australian Rugby League. Oh, man. Out of the English one. They'll take Jared Hayne with an ankle br- bracelet on. For sure. Yeah. Thank you for fuck. So there are Bevins there. It's good to know. Here we go with some more abuse, courtesy of our lovely members over at patreon.com slash midflybrawl. This one's from Julian. If you weren't so busy splashing cash on guitars you can't play or new paint jobs for your Hyundai Elantra, Jordan, then you could stump up some of those pineapples to hand to the gentleman at MFBHQ. Riley, I've said it before and I'll say it again. People like you who try and weasel their way into the Patreon twice a year to write filth they don't deserve to, they grubs of the highest order. Grow up. Also, Tom, you probably don't even list. <laughs> also, sorry, Rad. I'll do that sentence again. Also, Tom, you probably don't even listen to this anymore, but fuck you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, All right. This from Pat. Attention, cheap cunts. It is concerning you're not on the Patreon yet. Do you think Nick can put an 18-leg UFC multi and Luke can go to Paris and throw eggs at strangers at the Eiffel Tower all for free? No. So stop the Amazon subscription. We all know Bezos, the greedy little man, doesn't need it and start flinging the money you win out of the more chilly machine. Cheers, Pat. 
This next one is from RT. Oh, again, kicking off with an oi. I love it. Oi, Steve-o, you frugal fuck. How many more Luke Heggie observational bits are you going to claim and quote verbatim at weekly work drinks? All those cheap laughs without even sliding the man a tenner. <laughs> exactly, Steve-o. You grub. Uh, like, who was the who was the bloke that smashed the watermelon? What was his name? Gallagher? Remember Gallagher, that 80s prop comic? No, I don't. There was like a massive US 80s prop comic used to smash a watermelon with a mallet. Yeah. And uh, he had his brother go on the road as him when he couldn't do all the tour dates. Right. Or to just shift even more tickets as Gallagher 2. So I nice. love that I love that Steve O's getting around as Luke Heggie 2 at the Boy, work get drinks. Him on here when I need a break. Uh, this from Jez what's lower than a rock spider a cheap cunt who doesn't pay for mid-flight brawl episodes <laughs> each each time we've done this I think the insults have hit the insults have hit sorry the highest level yeah. and fuck me Good. now being compared to rock spiders this next one's from Liam for Lincoln when he eventually hears this six months from now. Happy Christmas, Lincoln, if that's the case. No matter how many times you picket and protest for a state-controlled economy, the boys will always need a helping hand for the rent from some private investors. What are they supposed to do? Move out of the CBD? Yuck. Cough up a banjo once a month, commie. <laughs> yes. Remember, yeah, but- remember the other year. I don't know if I brought it up on here before, but my wife and I were in France, and I said, "Heggy, we found some beachside town we're staying at for a few nights." Oh yeah. And you said, "What? What is it?" And I said, "La Grande Motte." And you went, "Fuck me! You found the Gold Coast of France." <laughs> yeah, I bet you thought it was beautiful though. Nah, it's all that. Nah, it's it's any beach. I will say this about Australia: nailed beaches. Oh, don't even bother. Generally, <laughs> don't bother. Honestly, rubbish. Uh, they they rave about them. You go fuck. You get like needle-like shells in your feet. You're wearing shoes on the beach. That's not a beach. Yeah, sand's black. It's not a beach. Nah, not having that. People will say, "Man, have you ever you know the beaches in Thailand?" And you go, "No, no, no. It's good because you just had a red snapper for a dollar eighty. Yeah, and beers are fifty cents. That's why it's yeah. good. The bogan basket of goods. Always <laughs> love that when." Bevan's come home and go, mate, had the best trip. Do you know you can get a steak? And they'll tell you how much a steak and a beer was. Don't give a fuck, mate. Probably less than a plane ticket. Just have a posh one here. Whatever. <laughs> Not on. Have you? What have you been seeing the tourists up to? Oh, no, just the ones that, like I've, I've had friends do this as well. They just go and eat at like McDonald's. and sit. There's a Domino's oh. right next door to the house I'm staying in. And like I wouldn't even think to go in that in Australia. I don't go anywhere where like a restaurant or a joint like that has its own smell. Like if you blindfolded me and took me to Subway, Domino's, um, McDonald's, that sort of thing. If it's got its it's not a hamburger smell, it's not a pizza smell, it's yeah. a fucking that particular brand of pizza smell, don't eat there. Like it's something real wrong. <laughs> but like tourists will go and eat that shit because they're scared. I don't know if they're scared of asking for stuff, they're just scared of what they don't know. It's a terrible yeah, attitude. But why? Yeah. Why? Why are you there then? Isn't the best bit the food? Oh, 
man, I eat, I had a bowl of tripe on the side of the street in Bolivia and got really <laughs> sick. I was like, fuck it. I'll have that. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, man. I, I still remember our mate Carl Chanley giving me shit in Thailand years ago when I was there for the little dum-dum club. <laughs> Chandler's figured out a tax write-off um, yeah. to do his podcast, yes. which, A, respect, but a bunch of us were over there for it and I put up a photo in the group of me eating um, uh, crispy pork belly yeah. on salad at like on greens, at like a crispy pork belly stir-fry on greens Great. at about three in the morning from a little, mm. it looked like a, a tuk-tuk with a, yeah. I was like, great, I was fine. What's the general consensus? They don't wash their salad after midnight or something. Oh, that, like they just thought that, that? Looks, that looks dodgy. Oh, who cares? Fine, eat whatever. It. Well, if you've got a weak constitution, you get around Earth just eating burgers and stuff. Take a runny shit and believe in yourself. Absolutely. Grow up, everyone. I, yeah, I find that weird. I work, I work with two people on breakfast radio who will go to Hawaii, Fiji, Bali, and then just stay in the resort and eat there. They're like, why would we go out and eat? Like that's why would you try? You've already got a pool at your house. Why have yeah. you even flown? Well, I think that's the new thing. People just sit at their own poolside villa and get a foreigner to bicycle some foreign food to them <laughs> in their house in Australia, and that's as good as going overseas. And if one of them gets run over, all the better. <laughs> More authentic. Well, before we get into the episode this uh, week, obviously we're down the line, Heggy. Uh, putting the gay in gay Paris and I am here in Melbourne. He's got a Zoom background with a, a grim history. Now, this one, I've it looks American. It's got that. Yeah. Is it stucco? What's that? What's it's, that still, uh, it's, a, it's a Californian bungalow. There we go. Yeah. Um, what is that yeah. out the front? That is, I mean, it's a, it's a condolence bunch of balloons, but it could be Valentine's, oh. but it's not. I think there was someone got it, some cheap ones, dropped them off. Oh boy! Yeah, what's happening? That's, uh, That's the problem. It's the with America. You never know. Like this beautiful home, sunny weather, some oh. balloons outside. It should be a, a nice time, but there's a good chance there's ten bodies in there. Whose place was it? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't uh, show the interior for a reason. Uh, this is the Turpins. <laughs> oh, um, who are they? <laughs> David and Louise Turpin, Paris, oh. California. And this will this will impress. These are the ones who had thirteen <laughs> kids, and they just starved them, strapped into the beds and shit. Oh Jesus and Christ! Away. Um, how's this? They they moved to there because it was near Anaheim, and they love Disneyland. Their, their number plates were were uh, D Land and DL Forever. Oh, see the the parents love There's, Disneyland. Any adult that likes Disneyland, yeah, wrong and should be investigated and mm. thoroughly so. Um, anyway, they're in jail forever now. These two, they had like adult kids. They had 13, 10 daughters and three sons or something. And yeah, they're all starving, real skinny. One was like 29, Jesus. 30 kilos. They were, yeah, pretty grim. Anyway, on the plus side, uh, one of the starved kids is now a model. So what's that say about society? What do you mean? Oh, the kids lived? Yeah, two of them ran away and wow. called the police after many, many years of, you know, just being tortured and. And held captive, you know. I would have thought the doors would have got, gotten kicked in after seeing a skinny American family at Disneyland. Yeah. I would have gone, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the fucking, the super, the super park pass bracelet yeah. keeps falling oh, off her is, wrist. I mean, Disneyland does have a bit of, you know, last wish factor about it. So, 
That's how you'd blend in. <laughs> put, put some flat brim hats on, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's get in, mate. <laughs> You've mucked around long enough. Fucking let's get stuck in. Let's do it. Woo! This week we're looking at a bloke called mm. Jeremiah Mathis or Mathis Theed or Teed, T-H-E-D-E, Teed, I'd say. Wow. Could be a Thames River situation we're dealing with here. I don't know. Thames Je- <laughs> River, beg your pardon. Je- Jeremiah, um, Jeremiah with a G or? J. That'd oh. be good. Not <laughs> Jeremiah. Uh, United Airlines, June 20, 2015. Ooh. Rome to Chicago. And uh, Jeremiah, he's from Alameda, California. You know it? Uh, no. No, I thought you might know some fucking poxy football team from there or something. <laughs> By the way, that's going from the best pizza to the worst pizza. On your travels in the US, did you ever go to Chicago and try that deep dish fucking soup slash yeah. lasagna? They call it's it's a bit of fun, but you're not you're not getting it really. It's fucking bread pie. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Don't call it a fucking pizza. You have had that <laughs> rubbish. Uh, he's from Alameda, which is in the Bay Area, oh. birthplace of the snow cone and the popsicle. I wouldn't oh. advertise that myself. Snow cones are fucked, aren't they? Disgusting. Although, what do you mean? You suck the you flavor like out in one hit. Snow cone. Yeah, man, just a- left with a cup of small flavorless fucking hailstones after one hit. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a handheld Slurpee. It's a Slurpee in a cone. It's, it's not a Slurpee, though. It's the, the ice is bigger than a Slurpee ice. Like paying money for a carny to for a shot of blue cordial. <laughs> Rubbish. Always been disappointed. We had one near your fucking house not that long yeah. ago. Yeah. We brought it rubbish. up on here. A, a shitty servo, non slurpy TMRC. How do they get it right? Just imitate the slurpy machine. Get it right. They've they've they haven't got it right. No good. Yeah, we had we had a couple of one liter snow cones. They were no good. Yeah. Shit house. Alameda has the second longest and oldest July 4 parade. Oh, yeah. uh, and it features motorized living room furniture. <laughs> so imagine. Well, the lazy boy as a. Yeah, those people who, who like soup up their fucking. Like imagine sitting propped up in your deathbed telling your grandkids to do something with their lives. <laughs> oh, yeah, what'd you do, Pops? I whacked a four cylinder under my fucking Jason recliner, <laughs> rigged up a steering wheel, spent all year making that. <laughs> Look at me. Here's some footage. Uh, they've also got, in Alameda, they've got a sandcastle and sculpture contest. I've been in one of them. My Third no, place. Thank you very much. Fuck off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't tell me you've you've been at it. You almost lost your hand at a fucking fireworks thing in Bolivia. You won a karaoke yeah. contest in New Zealand. Yeah. And now you've come third place in a sandcastle. <laughs> Well, this was, wasn't even that long ago, but the, the reason we came third is I was, I was against teams of adults. I was uh, clearly with my kids, like a 10 and an 8-year-old or something, big imaginations, but a weak grasp of symmetry and edging. <laughs> but these teams of adults were doing this stuff. I was like, fuck, grow up. Get out of my way. Still came third. We were the only kids in the comp. They wow. had props and shit. They oh. turned up with you know stuff that wasn't sand in theirs. Oh. Fucking like a cricket bat and... Yeah, bits and pieces because they got given the theme beforehand 
We just turned, I can't remember what the theme was, but yeah. What is this, at Nippers or something? No, it's at South Stratty, New Year's, a few years yeah, ago. Wow. Don't know. Good to fun. Be, hey, to be fair, anyone in any adult. Time for some more abuse, mate. Here's a block of five for you scummies. This from Pat. Seatbelt, you fat cunt. Stop being so miserable and tight you have to hook my phone's Bluetooth up to your ute to freeload the lad's hard work. I bet if you were offered a bonus bet, you'd be first class, you piece of shit. <laughs> Seatbelt. <laughs> oh. This next one's from Scott. Hey, Jen, you tight ass. Just because we're married and you throw me a couple of charity cuddles each week, doesn't mean you get to listen to the Patreon for free on car trips when we ditch the kids. <laughs> Chip in out of your own cash and support the lads. <laughs> Couple of charity cuddles. This from Samuel. Look oh, here, you really cheap fucking me. freeloaders. I've done more than my share to support these two idiots. And frankly, I've got more fucking heggy pencils and fancy fucking <laughs> Greyhound polo shirts than I know what to do with. I've played MFB in the car until my children have cried. <laughs> my wife has yelled at me. I'm all out of ideas for way to get these ways to get these two to return to Adelaide and tell me some more stories about local legends blowing themselves up. Someone else needs to do the right thing here. Step up, you cheap bastards. Samuel, I'll say it here right now. Adelaide show. What do you reckon, Heggy? Could we do it before the end of the year? Oh, give it a crack. Let's give it a crack. All right. Before the end of 2023. Giving ourselves six months. Samuel's begging for us and he's he's upset his wife and his kids. Yeah. Cheers, Samuel. <laughs> this next message is from Jimmy. Cheapskate bitches, hear my cry. Throw a few shekels the boys' way before Heggy has to do a tradie demonstration of Amazon nuggets to reclaim <laughs> some of their stolen wisdom from your otherwise empty skulls. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, for this group, this from Tom. Imogen, go without the odd pack of baby shit green stivies or $30 Uber Eats breakfast sandwich and give the boys a few bucks for fuck's sake. You can get fucked as well, (laughs) G-Ray. And G-Ray coming a bit of heat at the end there. Cheers, Tom. Good, eh? We'll be back with more in a little while. On... South Stratty Island at New Year's Eve that can physically build a sandcastle. <laughs> Fucking good on them. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Nerds. Uh, notable alumni from Alameda include Albert Garisso, nuclear scientist and discoverer of 12 chemical elements which feature on the periodic table. He's uh, in the Guinness Book of Records for this feat. That, so that am I. Looks like- <laughs> yeah, I know. It's lost a fair bit of its cultural cachet, hasn't it? It's got a fucking a dude who discovered twelve, no less than twelve elements. And twelve elements. Yeah. Were wearing a pair of thongs for fucking two years or whatever the fuck you losers did as a group one. Twenty twenty seven hour long radio show, whatever. Yeah. Mate, we're, we're both in there. Is yours you know? gonna make the print? Will your picture be in the printed one? I doubt it. I hope I hope not. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. You can't compete against hairiest ears on a three-year-old no. with what you did. Longest fingernails on an Indian man. Oh, it's always they're that. some of my favourites, actually. I, I remember as a kid that was always that Indian bloke with the rotten nails. Yep. There's, 
They still exist, those ones. Imagine that's your life. That's worse than souping up a Jason recliner, just sitting there. What'd you do? Oh, I got my family members to wipe my asshole for my whole life because I wanted to grow these. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, but all, that's, a, that's, but that's what I find with those people that, you know, you could sit monks to an extent that are just sitting there the whole time yeah. meditating. Consumers. Some would say almost as big of a waste yeah. as your – yeah, they're not doing damage, but they kind of are. They're doing nothing. Well, that's they're still eating. <laughs> yeah, not animals and shit, but they're still eating food that I could eat and contribute <laughs> and be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's another group, those ones who just eat all the time. Not competitive eating. That's a sport. Oh, do you mean just ones, to get craned the out of your house? Muscle men. Oh no, oh. no, no, no. That's different. That's a bit. That's obviously a fucking big problem and, you know, get some help, everyone. But um, no, the ones who just – the muscle men, four steaks a day, ten eggs, three workouts. Yeah, you're acting as if they're not mental job. either. Yeah, they're mental. But they don't present as such. Well, they get out of their house and they start lecturing oh. the people who need to get craned out of their houses. They're the same. If you're a bloke with blonde tips and I can, you know, you. see the veins in your gooch – Mm. because you're flexing in a pink G-string on yeah. a stage next to eight other blokes doing the same, I think you are presenting as, you know, something, something oh, that's yeah. NQR. <laughs> yeah, you and me, but the, the new age of vanity has, has nearly abolished that. People look up to it far more than they ever did, I think. Mm. The vanity industry is fucking massive, people doing that shit. They don't have a problem shit. anymore. That's a few guys with the hustle mindset. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> they should get taxed more. Really? Who was the one? Something should who happen. was the bodybuilder? There was a bodybuilder died the other day. Oh, the vegan starvation woman. Is no, there was vegan starvation woman. It's the opposite. Yeah. Um, no, wasn't there one? A bloke, a bloke died fucking squatting. Oh, yeah? Did some organs come out? An orifice? No, just uh, snapped his head forward, breaking his neck. Oof. Oh, right. Oh, it's squatting. He, um, oh, okay. Jesus Christ. The ad, so I've clicked on this thing on 7 News. I don't know if you just heard a bit of that. But the body, hold on, I've got a screenshot of this. Fucking snuff videos are just repositioned themselves, haven't they? Hold on, there's an ad. There's an ad. Bodybuilder dies age 33 after horrific weightlifting accident. What about innings? And the, the ad that's playing is of a woman at a weightlifting competition, like shoulder pressing a weightlifter holding weights above his head. Well, champ. What's this ad for? Like for some powder. Oh, it's a Weet-Bix ad. That would have fixed it. Sweet. <laughs> the alg- sorry, the, the ad algorithm there at 7news.com.au has gotten that all wrong. Mm. Oh, it happens. We saw, I mean, I've listened to this podcast before just to go through and go, fuck, I think. We've got to cut something that Cody said out of this, so I better have a listen and get back to Conrad. And I've heard some horrific fucking ads on here. Yeah. Just, I don't know, it's obviously location-specific, but I don't know if everyone gets the same ones. Well, I remember ACAST sent us that big list when we signed with them, and we said, what did we want? Real estate, religion. McDonald's. Yeah, or something like that. We thought, surely there's not much else, but people send us messages all the time. Which sometimes yeah. I think says more about you. It's cool. like when you when you type has 
on your computer and it just fills out Hasselhoff. <laughs> but it'd be like an anti-bullying campaign <laughs> just after you've said something <laughs> fucking heinous. It'll just... <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, God. Uh, anyway. Still, we're still in Alameda. From, <laughs> yeah, also from Alameda. I haven't got out of here. This is where he's from. We're setting the scene for 20-odd minutes. Um, <laughs> also from Alameda, Jim Morrison of The Doors. Oh, yeah. I great. found it. I always found it difficult to get through a 20-minute organ solo in the middle of a fucking song with those fellas. Um, Tom Hanks, who played. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bird murderer Sully Sullenberger in Pilot Sully, the Sullenberger story. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of your comic inspirations, Phyllis Diller. Oh. Plastic surgery enthusiast and gay icon. Yeah. Hard to do, but a gaping hole in the market back in the 60s, being a woman in stand-up comedy. Uh, she married and divorced twice. Second one, she filed for divorce uh, three months in when she discovered he was bisexual and an alcoholic, both of which you can just say, no, I'm not. So <laughs> don't know what he was playing at. <laughs> Although now, yes, I am. It's more <laughs> in vogue. Um, there's also a list of... There exists a list of the top serial killers from the Bay Area. And this mm-hmm. that's how prolific that joint was in the golden years. Grassroots murdering there. Real fucking proper hunting ground. It's a savannah uh, of the of the latter half of the 20th century. What do you think it is around there? Is it that is it the fog? Is it getting them all I down? Oh man. It's those that Bay fog. Steep trams, the fog. I don't know. Yeah. There's the some full house shit going theme on. song? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a pop, pow, wow. Um, Zodiac Killer, Golden State Killer, Ancestry.com got him in the end, didn't they? JJ D'Angelo, remember that a couple oh. of years ago? No. One of his nephews went and got Ancestry.com. Oh. That's how it got done. <laughs> Golden State Killer. They were after him for 30, 40 years, that bloke. Imagine that. Because I've never done one of those. But imagine you do that and then- I'm not doing it. Your grandpa, you know, your grandpa goes to jail. Fucking- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or yourself. I'm not ready to go to jail yet. I'm not fucking doing it. I don't care if I 1% something that gets me something. And I can start saying some really nasty words due to a drop of blood that got found somewhere along the line. Mate, did you hear Pete Hellier? Comedian Pete Hellier. He was What's on. He now? You know the, is it an SBS show? Where's my family or something? There's, yeah. I, for, I forget the name of it, but it turns out it's like, you know, 90 something percent Irish. And then a few percent yep. German and then one percent Ghanaian. Sick. So what's he doing? He's running around calling black people brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I if I got one percent, I've told you before. Oh, finally, I can sing all, all my favorite time. songs. Absolutely you can, Mammy. <laughs> uh, Santa Rosa hitchhiker killer, the doodler. That was a dude who used to draw pictures of his victims. Uh, Richard Ramirez, The Zebra Killers, and Ted Kaczynski, Rip. Wow. Bay Area. All of them. Amazing. What a fucking... Anyway. Um, 
See I'm now all the, now all those lunatics are just in tech. See what happens? Before there was computers and stuff, they had yeah. nothing to do. They're all bored. Oh, you think computers has, has done more good than harm? I, I think so. It's getting a lot of, you know, just psychos sitting inside doing ones and zeros. Yeah. I know what you're saying here. I don't I know there's a word. A, I know there are some really dumb ones, but it's I think it's pretty rare. What? The autistic like ser- dumb. dumb serial killers. Yeah. Well, not anymore. You used to be able to get away with a bit. Dharma wasn't that clever. It's just very slightly oh. cleverer than the cops, <laughs> yeah. which is not much. <laughs> so now cops got cameras on their side, technology and, and DNA. So it's made it's given them the upper hand. Yeah. Uh, Alameda, home to former naval air station. You want to hear a review of a pub oh. in Alameda, California? Sure do. This is a bloke who said this. There used to be a bar in Alameda, California called Johnny B. Goods. It closed shortly after NAS Alameda closed, the air station. I hate to be cruel, but I've never seen a bar with so many ugly fat chicks at one place at one time. First time I noticed it, I thought it was a fluke. So I came back several times with my bro to confirm it, and it was true. I didn't know you had a brother. So there we go. What a time to be alive. You just oh, wow. type that out, send it out on the internet. Oh, with his name uh, attached? Nah, no, it was some uh, fake shit uh, name. Oh. Can't remember. It's like a N- NJC sixty nine sixty nine or something. <laughs> so anyway, with the double uppercut there, <laughs> taking taking a few detours here, haven't we? I recall. Oh, actually, on this, I recall receiving receiving a couple of messages um, about how long it takes sometimes to get in the actual plane fight on this podcast. That's oh, really? the worst possible thing you could say. Fast forward, you loser, and or rack off, it's free. Plus, don't tell us what to do. <laughs> Opposite effect, usually. Um, for me, anyway, even even if it's positive, have a good weekend. Don't fucking tell me what to do. Uh, I like to just, I like to get like two minutes before the end, quickly run through a flimsy story of someone getting drunk and shit in the seat, causing a diversion. See everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> anyway, we'll get there. That's not what happened here, though. Our hero today, Jeremiah, 42 years old. Before boarding the plane, Jeremiah had been waiting five hours due to a delay. That's a slap to the face mm. of a man who, by all accounts on social media, loves his travel. More destination than journey, from what I've seen on his Facebook. Uh, he had no money left and his credit card wasn't working. Oh, So he'd only eaten an apple the whole wait. Always, always have a contingency ten bucks somewhere for the justice eventuality. <laughs> Sew it into your belt or something. I don't know. Swallow your pride and start eating other people's leftovers in the food court, like the humble ibis. I don't care, but being hungry. Couple of yeah, a couple of um, couple of sneaky notes in your phone case at the back. Yeah, somewhere. I've got, got a kebab, on my key ring. I've got a thing that looks looks a bit like a charger. You can yeah. roll up a twenty, really small, put it in that. Oh, the kids bang. used to flog it, so I've stopped doing it. <laughs> um, oh, mate, anyway. nothing, nothing would look more sus than a child walking up to pay for something with a rolled up 20. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Kids just don't let's, like it. Let's check what the dad's been doing. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremiah is a big muscle boss 
looking guy from his all-American social media presence, Big Teeth. He misses his mum while also admiring MLK Jr. and Gandhi. Amateur photography, oh. wellness and spa, dare to live, usual fodder. Uh, yeah. um, Always the first to snap. Mm, dare to live. We've actually had a lot of these lately. And again, it's one of these situations that I don't think we realised when we started the pod that so many people kicking off in the sky would be your live, laugh, love oh, on Instagram types. It's a classic cry for help. <laughs> it's, a, it's almost it's like running around saying, I'm a great bloke. I've yeah. never thought to have to do that. People can people can figure that out or not. It's brilliant. First thing Jeremiah did when boarding the plane was ask for nuts to eat, which the crew denied him. He asked and again. Also, fuckhead, they'll yeah, they're gonna make you thirsty. Yeah. Then you're gonna need a beer. You don't have the cash. Mm. Wrong food. Well, there are other liquids than beer, fuckhead. You can just have nuts and water. For I've n- never why would I? <laughs> never. <laughs> Didn't even didn't know that was possible <laughs> on a plane. Think it's, it's nuts like those, and water. What am I in fucking prison? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too much water will kill you, mate. You need a beer. You like those Kokoda guys? You know that certain <laughs> corner of Kokoda? They all just drop dead from too much water. You're like one of them. Nah, not them. Nah, get that shit away from me. Beer or beer or bust. So he asked again, got out of his seat to do so when the flight was ascending and the seatbelt oh. sign was still on. The crew hate that. They hate that, that openly. Uh, as soon as it was off, though, he got given a little packet of fun-sized crackers. You know those? Yeah. No, the exact ones just, on a United flight. Uh, they make you thirsty too. He then continued to ask for crackers and nuts during the flight, which the crew kept denying him as they thought he was being too aggressive and acting erratically. He's hungry. I'm blaming the sales pitch. You just say, look, I'm not feeling great. I've, I need some more food. Do you have any nuts or crackers or anything along those lines? Anything at all? And most FAs are just accommodate that, even if it's just out of selfishness. They don't want to deal with a sick passenger. So, And also I think with your card in the sky, they're, they're not charging you right away. I think it doesn't – I think your account doesn't get hit until you're on the ground. Oh, sick. It's like yeah. an old card. Mate. Go fucking bunter on make it. one. Yeah. Great. Now, the, pro- the problem is, though, that they do have your name because they type your seat number in. What are they going to do? Never Send fly with them again? Get $2.50 <laughs> off me. I'll go to another airline. <laughs> I'll take my library card and just nick our black strip <laughs> along the back of it. Put that through, will you? Uh, they probably also thought, like I would, yeah, well, if you didn't decide to become so muscular, you wouldn't have to eat so much. Mm. Like we're just saying, most of us stop growing, don't need to get fed every couple of hours like a newborn baby. Rack off. But I, will, I will tell you what gastro taught me is that I reckon I've been eating too much. And I know that by the fact I've put on weight, which is what happens when more calories go in than go out. You put on weight during gastro? No, no, no. I'm oh. saying if you put on weight, that's for more coming in than going out. I know yeah. a small amount of people Simple have medical issues, but mm. for most humans, your maths is off. Um, although the only thing I could stomach after the big old day of spewing was honey on white bread. Oh, yeah. So there is a good chance I am the only bloke to come out of gastro fatter. <laughs> I couldn't eat, you know, I try to eat well, bananas, much, couldn't do did it. Did you do a whole loaf and a whole huh? jar? I had a fucking fit. No, maybe six slices. 
on square slice white. Yeah. Super toast. Mighty white. Yeah. <laughs> Baker's delight. Oh, that will do it. There's another shop with its own smell. Don't go in there. I'll tell you um, what though, have, having shit for three days. So high is that high fiber or low fiber? I think that's high. No. What is it? Whatever it is, it's backed me up. Yeah, okay. Cheese. You eat some cheese. Well, that's sorted out. That'll do it. No, that'll back you up. No, didn't eat any cheese. Or you're just scared. You're just holding on. (laughs) I'm scared of the toilet. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Last time I went in there, I spewed. Never again. Well, small, unreasonable child. We're back with some more lovely messages of abuse from the champions over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Sign up now and join in for the fun next time. Darcy. This is from Darcy. Now listen here and listen good, you bunch of low-life cheapskate freeloading fucks. It's time to pony up a few of your hard-earned to help keep the boys on the air. Maybe try skipping the Hunger Tamers box on Sunday after a big <laughs> night on the Devil's Dandruff and put it towards getting a heggy on JQ35. <laughs> oh, that's the flight. <laughs> Please tell me. I'm looking it up now. It, it's got to be Sydney to Denpasar. What's a Hunger Tamers box? Like, Hunger Tamers box. It's got to be a KFC box. KFC surely. box. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. J, JQ35 is the Melbourne to Denpasar. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll have to meet you there. This one from oh, Toby. Beautiful dust. Matto, Thanks, you, mate. Matto, you fucking cheap cunt. Throw a few at the boys, will ya? Your missus earns more than both of us combined. Maybe take one for the team and pay some Patreon shekels and call it RSPCA because we've got to keep these dogs barking. <laughs> Cheers, Tobes. This is from Lachlan. As a spam-headed, regional living, beard-having and guilty of many other transgressions or acts of God that the MFB boys hang shit on when not making judgments... I take my medicine to get my laughs at others and also pay for the privilege. You can add a low dog cunt to your list of faults, you cheap cunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. oh, this one from good. this is from Julian. Lockie, for a man who spent more on oil than petrol on your first car, it's a no-brainer to flick these boys a few shiny ones. So these top shelf laughs continue. You won't miss the money, but you will miss the chance to learn how to totally fuck your life by being a part owner in a Krispy Kreme, Jim, or Greyhound franchise. Makes you think. Certainly does. Cheers, Julian. Imagine having that. That's your portfolio. Krispy Kreme, a Jim, <laughs> and a Greyhound. Oh, fuck. Awesome. This is from Gus. Come on, fuckers. Just chip in. Let's keep Heggy off the tools before he drops some dipshit apprentice. <laughs> um, big muscles, though. I, I can't. This is this is the whole problem here. It's great if you ever have to lift a car off your chest while lying down. That one in ten billion chance of that ever happening. Shit house for everyday applications, such as fitting into normal size spaces, going without food for a few hours at a time. Uh, Jeremiah got told. There's a limit of one stack per passenger. He didn't believe this. So he's asked for the FA's name. And both the flight attendant and the head FA refused to give him that information. So he's he started to draft a complaint okay. right there and then. Should have been conserving his energy, really, waiting for yeah. food to arrive. <laughs> uh, 
not long after. Also, the the written letter from a bodybuilder, it'd be pretty good. Not known for their pros. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> not one to judge like you, but I, I'm yet to see anything beyond a limerick come from the mouth of, of you know, a, a muscle man. They're not big on writing. Um, an unrelated flight attendant gave him a second packet of crackers. Bit of there we go. Landfill, landfill plastic containing two pretzels. The other FAs obviously forgot to word everyone up. Bit of whatever you do, do not serve that big muscle guy. Pre-CCTV and mobile phones, I used to have have to use words and sketches to tell my co-workers how to treat a certain customer. Like I'm going home, I've just drawn a picture of this bloke. If he comes in... There's his number plate, the color of his car, beige falcon, fat, curly hair, glasses, shake the fuck out of his six packs and or don't serve him, that sort of shit. But again, this boils down to the problem that's been on so many of the flights we've covered. The drunk people, they stop serving. The hungry guy, they stop serving. Mm. It just keeps serving them. Yeah, surely there's someone who didn't want their packet of nuts and this could have been allayed. Yeah. I kind of, like I'm, I'm against someone getting so big they have to eat out all the time. But also, you know, just feed the fuck what you won't have to deal with this. Jeremiah couldn't sleep because he was so hungry. <laughs> so he began walking up began walking up and down the aisles. Yeah. Silly move. Um, Which um that that'd be good. Cardio on an empty stomach for a bodybuilder. To lose weight. You know, that that fasting, yeah, the fasting cardio. Yeah. I'm surprised he just the intermittent fasting window, he could have shifted it to the flight. It would have been fine. This is all also what I dislike about them. They're always on the clock. Mm. Like there's, a, there's an opportunity to do some form of workout, they'll do it. <laughs> so those ones who stretch right in front of me, but nah, you're warming up to play a game or something, stop fucking doing that. <laughs> We're in a pub. Uh, the FA's raised a concern with the pilot and an off-duty deadhead pilot and the head FA said he was creating a disturbance too late for de-escalation. He's, um, what's his name said? Jeremiah said that it de-escalated after he got his second packet of crackers. Everything was fine then, <laughs> like a baby. No, like a fucking bear coming out of hibernation. Yeah. Just feed this fucking thing before it sees a human. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come out. If you were standing at the mouth of a bear cave during the estivation period, he's not going to come out and just start whacking you. They feel too it's- weak. Yeah. Do you reckon that's the best chance he got when oh, it comes yeah. out? Fucking what like can't is. <laughs> yeah. You could probably bash one. You wake anyone up in the first like 10 seconds, you've got a fighting chance against someone way bigger than you if you've just woken them up. It's like um, that um, reading in Mark Donaldson, the SAS soldiers book about they caught a bomb maker in Afghanistan and they said they used, they'd hear on the, on the intercom, on the, Little radios, they'd call them green eyes. The fucking green eyes took blah, blah, blah because they'd wake up and it'd be night vision goggles in the room. Yeah. And he said the best one, they caught a bomb maker and they held the butt of a gun over his head and went, psst, and he opened his eyes and they went, pa, like they could have just taken him. <laughs> I think that's the best chance. Just stand outside the bear's cave. <laughs> just, yeah. Oy. As he comes out, just fucking dick punch, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised someone's not done that. <laughs> you reckon Steve O, they the next the next jackass? <laughs> oh yeah. Fighting a bear. Hey guys. 
We're punching a hungry bear. <laughs> he reckons this bear reckons he settled down once he had something in his little tummy. He also left his meal tray blocking the aisle at one point. Again, if you're victorious in one little battle, have some humility. <laughs> I'd say you wanted to ram the point home as I'm not hungry anymore. Do what I want. Uh, what are you going to do? Already snuck an extra five peanuts out of the unsuspecting friendly FA. Sucked in. And also, how's um, he blocked the aisle? Has he put his meal tray on the floor like he's left yeah. it outside like a room service? Yeah, room service. <laughs> I've seen people do that. No, on a plane, yeah. on the floor. I've seen, I've seen once before, yeah. Just Fuck put it there. Hell. I don't know if they forgot it, put it there to get their guts ah. inside and, and didn't put it back <laughs> up or just left it there, but the FA had to come pick it up. Grubby. Should be kicked off for that. Uh, after they'd woken up the relief pilot from his sleep, to help deal with Jeremiah, the wheels were in motion. Um, I mean, when I get woken up unnaturally, sometimes I go on the warpath, not listening to reason, are you? Let alone letting someone off with a misdemeanor. The deadhead pilot wasn't fucking happy. It's like, what? He burped after his coke. Jail, throw away the key. <laughs> Let's land this thing right now. Relief pilot said that because of Jeremiah's behavior, they're diverting to Belfast. For him to be removed, you think you'd, you'd hope they're above it, but we've spoken about this before. Pilots, you know, changing changing the flight path because they want to go on a date or whatever. Do yeah. you think there's ever been a judge that's just been kept up by neighbours' music or something, and they get in the next day? It's like death penalty, cunt. He's like, oh, I've got two hundred bucks unpaid parking fines. Absolutely, you heard me. Is. I've <laughs> seen footage of angry, just grumpy judges. Judge Judy made a career out of that. <laughs> got seven kids. She'd come in with no sleep. She's got grandkids and shit staying at a house. She'd come in with no sleep and just go to town on someone who threw a marble <laughs> on the neighbor's roof or something. Uh, they had to dump thousands of litres of fuel before landing at Belfast International Airport. So maybe they dumped it in the channel, victimless crime. <laughs> or Which we got told at a certain height it does dissipate. Bullshit. So. <laughs> it's going somewhere. I know how fucking gravity works. <laughs> or perhaps uh, even better, they've gone for nearby Loch Ney. Little wonder the Loch Ney eels are so slippery to catch, coated in jet fuel <laughs> from the Belfast area. Most I looked into the Loch Ney eel. Oh yeah, the famous Loch Ney eel. Most of them end up in Holland for smoking. Oh, I'd fucking I'd be careful of that for any Dutch listening. That'd be a kick in the face, wouldn't it? But decades after the troubles, import a box of eels, whack them in the smoker, they just explode because they're covered in jet fuel. So I, t- I typed in what I thought was Loch Ney and then… Oh, L-O-U-G-H. Yeah, I know. And then Ney, I thought may have been N-A-E. I've gone the Scottish… Ney, no. <laughs> Lock, N-E-A-G-H. No. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah's woken up after his fitful sleep on a full belly. And chucking his meal tray on the island like it's room service. Just just quickly there, islands mm. in it, Coney Island. Oh, there's Coney Island in Loch Ney. Yeah, in Loch Ney. Mm. That where, that's where the hot dog, the hot dog competition. Doing... <laughs> <laughs> I <Yeah>. doubt it. <laughs> uh, he's woken up, Jeremiah, to the shock of landing in Belfast and the filth coming on board to get him. He's chunked in jail, Gen Pop. Straight to jail. See oh. you, mate along with a bunch of murderers, et cetera, according to him. After how long did he get transferred to a to a halfway house and then to an Airbnb when it was proven he could pay for it? 
twiddling his thumbs, waiting for a trial. How long do you reckon he did in the clink? Straight up. So hold on, he could prove straight away that he had the money. No. Oh no. Well, I was going to say if he if he did, how how would he, he have didn't the money? Have any money he then? Have, but he, he he's couldn't. obviously got family or something. Got access to it later. All right. Oh, I'm mm. going to say, you know, American bail bondsman sort of shit. Two hours. He was in the clink. Ten weeks. Oh, this is a bit much over some fucking <laughs> peanuts, isn't it? Jesus. He's waiting for a trial. He's still in Belfast waiting for a trial 10 months later, staying in an Airbnb. Wow. So when the case went to court, Jeremiah's solicitor said staff had overreacted and that the witnesses all contradicted themselves. Jeremiah said things de-escalated after he got the second packet of bickies. He said uh, the prosecution case and the decision to divert the flight was all based on information which is inaccurate from the cabin crew. It was based on speculation, misunderstanding and misinterpretation. In fact, uh, there was simply no credible evidence in this case to suggest that Mr. Theed had acted in any way to endanger this flight. And even though there were apparently eyewitnesses, none of them came forward to give evidence. I probably couldn't be bothered either, <laughs> to be honest. No. You wouldn't, it's not even a thing you'd remember. It's not that. This is, I'm kind of back on Jeremiah's side here. I got a feeling um, the lawyer's written most of that, though. Oh, that was his statement. Yeah, this doesn't sound anything like pain is weakness, leaving the body, or no, no, no. This was the this was the lawyer's quote. The re- um, the real workout starts when you want to stop. Yeah, but he also said, Aaron Thompson, Jeremiah's solicitor, quipped, "The whole trial was what? Hold it was on. a bit. Oh, no, no idea. It was a bit crackers. Oh, so that's what we're looking at." <laughs> Jurors, this is a jury trial. Seven men, four women. Took 30 minutes to come to their decision. Sick. What a jury duty. Imagine that, getting a call up. I've got to do my part for society. You're rubbing your hands at a murder or something, wouldn't you? Nah, piss off. No, no, no. Isn't that, wouldn't you almost want, oh, no, I guess you. You want to sit in there for ages and (laughs) this can't get it. I mean, if they paid you a decent wage, I would. But you can't afford to with a family. Just take 10 weeks out of life for 50 bucks a day or whatever they pay you. Mm. That's why they just get retirees and unemployed in there. You yeah. can't really – none of us can afford it. But I would find it interesting, yeah. I'd enjoy that. Uh, but a 30-minute, you'd be wrapped. Yeah. You'd drag it out a bit, wouldn't you? Just get some free food and shit. At I sh- stay I assume in it's, the hotel. I assume it's not guilty. Yeah, not guilty, without prejudice. Yeah. Stop wasting everyone's time. Just give the blokes some bickies, will you? That sort of business. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, you put a few thousand metres of altitude between customer service representatives and the home of the customers always right, the USA. <laughs> Things are completely different. I'm going to go so far as to chalk this up as a win for the little guy. Not that Mate, isn't little. that t- like 10 months in another yeah. country? You've- I know. He's probably converted his driver's license. He's got a bank account. He's needed a job. Grim, isn't it? He started a new life. He might have a missus. Yep. Word to the wise. Always misbehave <laughs> over the ocean. <laughs> and on your way home, <laughs> you get the family support you need. Jeremiah, he's now considering taking legal action against Fuck the airline. Yeah. That's a good opportunity. Didn't United – did United – was that where the doctor got dragged out? Ah, uh, Delta – I don't think it was. David Dow, worse than, yeah. worse than the fall of Saigon. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been United. They should have been on the on the back foot since David Dow. Because that would have been pre-2015, yeah. wasn't it? No, no, no. 2017. David ah, Dow. Okay. Yep. So United. haven't learned from Jeremiah. Flight Origin, Chicago. The um like if I if I had a tantrum because I was hungry, like a toddler would, I wouldn't counter-attack. I'd just keep it quiet. Then I'm not as liberated as those from the land of the free, but he did have to spend a year of his life in Belfast against his will. So I reckon he's got a good case here. Uh, made some progress. The court said that Jeremiah can sue United. I thought that's just a given. Of course he yeah. can sue. It's America. Um, or do you have to go lawyer. to court? Is that if USA made that like another middleman job? You have to job. apply to the courts. I don't know if you can oh. have to go. You apply and say, I'm going to sue United because of these dot points. I was hungry. Oh, yeah. Or are um, they? Is that a smart way? Are they a bit too litigious over there? Too many. I think they have you know, to weed out some of the bullshit. Yeah. Unless too many rich. freeway billboard lawyers. Yeah. I mean, if which you're rich, again, just... in two two weeks, I'll be in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, back in Sin City, and I look forward to sending you more photos of billboard lawyers. Only the ones <laughs> that are operating outside the confines of the rectangle, please. <laughs> like the ones with a. Like a fist in oh, the air little. above the, yeah, <laughs> or like a head above the, <laughs> above the billboard. So didn't I send you what? It was like the little quiff. It was just a bit of hair. There's a hair above the hair outside the outside hair the outside the thing. Great. <laughs> uh, the airline's lawyer, Richard Grotch, that's his name. All right. Imagine Mr. and Mrs. Grotch calling their kid Dick. Dick Grotch. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, he said the airline was protected by the Montreal Convention regarding shit happening in the air. But the courts heard that the actions of United to prosecute Jez were on the ground well after he'd had his hunger tantrum. That was that was 2020. Don't know how it's going. Slow wheels of justice. Fuck. Jesus. Things like that. That just becomes a, like a lifetime passion project for people like Jeremiah. <laughs> Best to just write a keynote speech about the whole situation. Start touring. Get on with your life, <laughs> Jeremiah. Anyway. Good luck to him. We'll have to update in the future when we run out of stories, which we fucking won't. Yeah, it'll, it'll never happen. People nope. keep cracking the shits over nothing. I'll be dead. Making our life much easier. <laughs> We're just saying, weren't we talking about that earlier in this very episode about, hey, Parv, what did you do with your life? <laughs> yeah. We try to get through everyone that had been a cunt in the sky. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. That's, no, didn't, I made a small dent. <laughs> in some of the slightly more interesting cases of people being fuckwits on planes. Oh, well, yeah. that, bring, <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Sydney, if you want to come and see us live, September 9, 2 p.m., 4 p.m. 4 p.m. sold out. So you've got 2 p.m. at Kinsalis there. Yes. Uh, get to midflightbrawl.com for tickets. LukeHeggie.com for his new material. Show good chat in Brisbane the week earlier, September two and three, with our mate Chris Ryan. Um, also, August thirty one, my special is going to come out. Sick, a year to the day since I filmed it. Yes, uh, it'll be first out. To comment, Nick Cody, live at the corner. No, what I've done, Eggy, is I think I've taken a, a move out of your fucking playbook. Just turn oh, comments off. Good. Although comments do look, they'll be you know, is it. You had a lot of nice ones. Yeah. They're not the ones you remember though, are they? <laughs> like it's, people can take their unhappiness out in their own households, not mine. <laughs> Don't bring it into yours. No. Nah. Leave it out. <laughs> 
It is funny because I was I was thinking about the the comments. Do you leave comments on or whatever? And then you go, nothing else has that. No. You know, like Instagram, you can, of course, or Facebook. But I mean, if I'm watching Netflix, I can't just go, fuck you yeah. on my TV. Oh, imagine. Like, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's a grim time, isn't it? Not everyone should have a voice. In fact, very few. <laughs> so think about that. Put that in your gob and chew it. Yeah. And that's oh, why mate. you said no to the voice, which I said, yes. hey, very different thing. You shouldn't say that, mate. But uh, <laughs> thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 